And I said, like, look, if you're going to go to Denmark, you got to do that, right? <laughs> hey, 5150. <laughs> episode, episode 20. 20. Episode 20. It's right to the six months of this now. thereabouts. Yeah, well, we took a week off, so that's 21, 21 weeks, 52 weeks a year, six months. Holy shit. Well, that's a lot of tight calculations in your yeah. mind. Yeah, well, it's not the first time I've done it. <laughs> All right. That's why the intro is so smooth. <laughs> we got some email. Oh, shit. We got okay, an actual like, I email. I'm excited. One, I want to say in advance, all you loyal 5150 fans, thanks for reaching out. We always appreciate when we get comments, when we get five-star reviews, when we get emails such as this one. Yeah. Read that email, man. It's from uh, Raheem Khan uh, from Hotmail.com. Well, okay, not from cool. Hotmail.com, but they have a Hotmail.com email. Okay, so I'm got not, it. I'm not going to judge them for that. I've had one for almost 20 years. I have like five Hotmail like accounts. Uh, they say, hi there, and they've capitalized both hi and there. Cause, okay, title you know, case. You know, strong, strong opening. We, we are. So immediately, like, who, who's Rahan and his dudes? Yeah, so, it's like, what, what's up with your squad, man? He's rolling more than one deep. What is the situation? Well, we are an Indian base, online space, space, digital design, space, space, space agency. I mean, for a design agency, <laughs> very uh, confident with the spaces. Like, <laughs> one. These letters and in these words need to be further apart. Also, you said that this is a Hotmail account, right? Yeah. Pro, pro tip, buddy. <laughs> Generally, agencies would have their own specific. Agency yeah, also you'd have a name for your agency. What if it's Digital Design Agency? What if that's the name? It, the name of it might just be Raheem Khan uh, 9689 at Hotmail.com. Okay. That might be the name of the agency. He's got, oh, I nailed the email address. Okay, I cool. could use Hotmail for my provider. That's a weird opening, but maybe he has some input onto what we should do. For well, he our... uses the latest technology and follow current trends to amaze your customers with the first impression. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I mean, I... huh. O- okay. And then if, if you're interested in creating a web page for your business, please, we have it. please contact us so I will send you capital more details. Have a good day. Now, obviously, he hasn't been to keepingit5150.com, which is a work of art. <laughs> he hasn't been to that, nor has he been to our show notes Tumblr page, both of which do not need any no, these are, <laughs> help. Come on, man. Like, so, so between us, this is kind of what we do. I mean, talking about metal and then computer shit. Like, with I appreciate any email we get. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I don't appreciate. No, of course. It. Not. I would have liked more comments about the show and stuff. Yeah, I would have enjoyed that too. I so, would, like, if he said, also, I really think South of Heaven is better than any of those records that you guys were talking about. So, yeah, then then I would be like, cool. Okay, we'll have you on. We should Skype, Skype in from India, and we'll. Yeah, uh, uh, maybe you can redesign our website. We had a simple test, which was <laughs> talk about South of Heaven. <laughs> You get that, you get work, buddy. Yeah. You get like you gotta read the room. We wanna talk about forced to fight behind the crooked cross. We we wanna know your opinions on that. Is that cool? So anyone out here listening to this, if you wanna send a spam email, throw in one line about the show. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a line that proves that you've listened to it, but at least <laughs> at least try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, we also like the Judgment Night soundtrack. It's like you clearly didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> because we, we do not like the Judgment Night. Well, actually, we were kind of lukewarm on we, that. We but were, we do not like the Last Action Hero yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, if you're like, I am Pro also Sam- a big fan of Michael Kamen. <laughs> Guys, that was pretty exciting, right? Yeah. If you want to hear real emails. Then send us some emails. Because <laughs> our account is pretty barren. I mean, we're still going to read the spam emails. Don't get us wrong. We never said we weren't going to do it. We'll read anything that comes <laughs> into the inbox. It's a low bar. Eventually, when we have too many emails to read, yeah. then we'll start being selective. Uh, luxury problems. But yeah, we do not have that problem. Those are, that is a problem that we don't have to worry about. We do this podcast for the love of podcasting. We, we do it to read emails, I think. <laughs> I just want more emails. I love obsolete ways of communication. <laughs> Uh, emails are obsolete now. Do you you yeah. Snapchat? Are you exclusively yeah, a Snapchat yeah. guy? I still think we should release podcasts on Snapchat. <laughs> I still, I think that's the untapped market. Yeah, I think we're getting too many listeners, and we need to whittle down our audience to be more selective. Like you have to be like at midnight on a Tuesday, it will appear for five seconds on Snapchat, then disappear forever. I think we get more engagement. I think we'd skew younger and get more engagement if yeah. it was shorter and streamed <laughs> predominantly through Snapchat. And we didn't talk about any of the subjects that we'd like to talk about. Yeah. Well, there's a lot we could do to change our demographics. Here, guys, Snapchat us if you believe that we should be a Snapchat-based podcast. Yeah, it's girl, I can meet you feel okay at Snapchat.com. I don't know. Also, I guarantee that's already someone's Snapchat handle. (laughs) 
Okay, so that was exciting. Before we get on to our main topic, which is also going to be exciting, this is an exciting show. Yeah, don't don't let the lack of enthusiasm in our voices <laughs> blind you to the fact that Look, this, this is an exciting show. Tell, don't show has always been our motto <laughs> on this show. We don't want to seem too overeager. We hear that's a turnoff. We want to be <laughs> aloof and distant. That's yeah. really the... We're negging you? What are we doing here? <laughs> is this the game? The way you listen to podcasts is terrible. <laughs> you should listen to the podcast better. I don't know what negging is. I don't neg people. So there's an, an amazing trailer came out this week for possibly, certainly is going to be the greatest movie of the year. England is mine, colon, The Morrissey Story by Morrissey. Oh. Surprisingly, it's not Morrissey, colon, England is mine, a Morrissey film with, written and directed by Morrissey based on the autobiography of Morrissey, the same title. by Morrissey. By Morrissey. <laughs> it looks like a lot of hero worship towards Morrissey. I Almost. don't think it would get made if it wasn't that. If it was a an honest piece or a hit piece on Morrissey, I don't think I he's... think, a lo- I mean, biopics are generally not great. The most interesting ones are the ones that aren't afraid to, like... Show the horrible aspects of the person. Yeah, involved. or at yeah. least be like... The trailer itself, the, the whole point of it seemed to be core people in Morrissey's life realized how awesome Morrissey <laughs> is before he did... <laughs> And they encouraged him to be more awesome. Stephen Patrick Morrissey, when are you going to form a band and take over the world? Uh, <laughs> that, she literally says that three times in the trailer. Yes, this one like, you should be in a band. No, I'm serious. You should be in a band. Also, when are you going to be in a band? Uh, well, we just met this dude. I guess I'll be in a band with this guy. I'm not sure which guy that was. I know at the end... At the, the, it's a different the, guy. It's not It's not uh, Andy Rook or Mike Joyce or Johnny Marr. It's just some guy. I didn't just, know that about the Smiths. Like, horror movie trailers, they go through the whole trailer and then they'll say the name of it. And then you'll know there's going to be, like, a jump scare or something, like, creepy at the end of it. Yeah. Or superhero movies. It'll be like, now here's one big crazy shot of, like, them punching something. Yeah. This trailer's money shot. Was like some dude who may or may not have been on a previous season of The Bake Off just walking up, be like, "Hi, my name's Johnny," and it's like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> holy shit!" <laughs> you know, um, seminal moment in rock history. Is that how it happened? He's like, "Hey, I'm Johnny." Yeah, that's that's how that's how it went down. To be fair, that's how most pe- meeting of people probably certainly people call Johnny. That's that's how you meet. I said fifty percent of the meetings go down like that. Yeah, it's never two people reaching for the same piece of cake, bonking heads, and then getting married later. It's always just like, hi, my name is a forgettable name. Yeah, and then maybe two weeks later you jam with them, and then you form the Smiths. Like, yeah. I, 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 it looks pretty pretty shitty. It looks me. terrible, but I really want to see it. Of like, course you do. Okay. Well, when is it out? I didn't say. Okay. So uh, later this year, I think. Never? Maybe never. Maybe they just made a trailer movie. So <laughs> it's a see, go fund float it out there to see if there's any interest. Also, I didn't recognize a single person that's in this movie. No. I'm saying, like, no one. There's not even, like, like Bill Nye or whatever never shows up. Paddy Constantine's not. You're saying 24-hour party people. He's in he's quite a lot of movies. Yeah. He's at least in Hot Fuzz. He's in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see um, uh, Red Riding? Red Riding Trilogy? Yes. Love it. <gasps> really good. Those are all going to be better than England is mine. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, the, the, the Morrissey story. <laughs> the pain of being Morrissey. <laughs> you people do not know what it's like to be me. You know, you people don't know what it's like to not have sponsorship money. But we know what it's like Slick. because we do. I know I'm so fucking good at transitions. And the way we get that money. Let's read the ads, man. Let's do it. Meat. Who among us can't claim to love the tangy taste of some good meat? But after hundreds of pork chops, thousands of burgers, and chicken sandwich after chicken sandwich, surely it's time to ask, is there more to meat than this? The people at More Than Meats with an A, the I, seem to think so. They're the online exotic meat dealers that are taking America by storm. Meat storm, that is. Meat with an A. The deal? You send them $65, and for the next several weeks, your home will be filled with the bloody output of some of the world's most unconventional butchers. Last week's carnivorous delights included filet of squirrel, shank of the ring-tailed lemur, monkey nuggets. Code 5150 at checkout gets you access to more than milk's DI, the dairy that won't take no for an answer. Stand by for marmot milk. More than meats with an ADI. The Maserati of meat. Wow, that was without a doubt the best vowel-based tagline <laughs> slash business name I've ever heard. Yeah, they're going to go far 
whatever company that was. <laughs> before before we get into our primary topic, let's talk about what this beer pairing is. I found this. I think it it's germane to what we're going to be talking about in a second. It is a giant bottle of Game of Thrones branded honey ale. A golden ale brewed with honey called Bend the Knee. Bend the Knee. Apparently not for wildlings because they do not bow. I don't understand. You do not get I that don't joke. Understand. But yo, know, all you Mance Raider heads out there are definitely going to know. It's a big bottle. It looks fancy. We're going to crack this shit open. There's a lot of head. It's nice. It's nice golden color. Kinda so kind of sweet, which you would suspect from a beer that's got it's got honey in it. Yeah. So yeah, our our, uh, our feature segment today is actually it's partly going to be about the aforementioned Game of Thrones, which Paul is a massive fan of. Um, I've read all the books. I've watched every minute of the TV show. I've from time to time gone to reddit feeds to look at like no. fucking theories and stuff so i'm a i'm a super fan it's one of the things i'm nerdiest about i know that steven has not watched a minute okay have you watched i've any? watched the first two episodes of the first series i uh, tried to watch them with my wife she was like nope this is <laughs> this is not happening we'll return to why i know very little about yeah. it uh i know it's a big deal I want to like it more than I do. So. Yeah. So I'll give a spiel as to why you should like it, and then you can ask me questions, and hilarity will sue. There's a very popular pop culture thing that I have not experienced hardly any of that people love. We had the great idea to kind of split this in half and, and do half Game of Thrones. Yes. The other thing is Harry Potter. So we're keeping this strictly fantasy. Uh, it's 20 years since the first book came out, I think. Uh, the internet's been going crazy with all these little little quizzes to say which oh which house would you be in imagine a virtual sorting hat and uh it's cutesy and annoying i've read all the books really liked um not every single not all of them but i i, I enjoyed them a lot and then the, the movies all came out and i watched those because you know i've sure. already read the books i've already made the investment i'm not gonna try to convince you that you should like him it, it's it's too ridiculous it's too, it's it's too Okay. I'm embarrassed that I like it, and I don't think other people should like it. <laughs> All right, so you're taking a very different course of this, but but yeah, let, start ask me questions, and I'll I'll, I'll yeah. definitely answer them. So we'll take this in two blocks. Do you want to start Thrones, or do you want to go Harry Potter? Let's uh, let's start with Game of Thrones. Let's okay, see where that takes us. So my opening pitch before you throw out any questions that you may have. Okay, why I like or why I think people have gone crazy for Game of Thrones. While it's firmly a fantasy show, and I I should say that I don't like fantasy stuff most of the time. This is your one exception. And the reason why is it seems much more like just taking from medieval history, the War of the Roses and stuff like that, like medieval politics and having characters that you like start being like, oh, these are cool and everyone's kind of nuanced. And so you watch it and you get sucked into it. You're already into it by the time it's like, and now there's like dragons and giants and shit. They like the yeah. like Trojan horse, all that stuff in the like first two episodes that I watched. I didn't. I don't think there was any magic. This is like there's peasants who are just in the middle of you know Henry the Fifth or something, or like okay. right? like you know what I mean. Like their whole lives are not like dragons and fucking magics and lightning <laughs> bolts and shit. It's like we work fields and then there's a civil war and I have to go fight for the person who owns my land and I get killed. The only spooky thing was the wall. Yeah. On which the the, the other side are presumably Scottish people. That yes. <laughs> I don't. Yes. Well, it's set in fucking Leeds. Like the the guys, they all they're all talking like they all they all sound like my dad. The, the, the and if they have parents. gotten, I, they're almost to the end of every British actor at yeah. this point. Like it's like <laughs> you can't watch like an old BBC show without seeing like five dudes that are on Game of Thrones right now. It's just like it's really spoiling coupling. <laughs> that and the script of coupling is really really ruining that show. It, it opens up and there's uh some some kid. The bastard, right? Yes. Uh, he goes like, "Oh, I want to go work on the wall." John, John Snow. Is is he John Snow? He's John Snow. Okay. Does and he's Sean work? Bean's kid. It's Sean Bean's bastard. Yes, Sean Bean has told everyone. Okay, that's his kid. All right. So for, from parentage you know, is in doubt, but right. and the the little dwarf fella comes up to him and he's, like, and he's like, "Ah, bastard!" And he's the word "bastard" about seventeen times in this in one sentence describing him. So. He does. Because they really want you to know. Also, yeah. Oh, they, they hit that point pretty hard. I don't know if the rest of the show is that subtle, but <laughs> it's not the subtlest show. I mean, it's mostly not subtle. Okay, and what's so, what's uh, Sean Bean's character's name? Is it that's Ned House Stark? Stark. And House, and House Stark. of Stark, right? That's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, okay. that's the thing. They have uh, a wolf's head on their sigil. <laughs> of course they do. And uh, their house motto 
is winter is coming. That's uh, always true. Fuck it you is. guys are stuck. Well, but see, this is a world where uh, there's years and years and years between the changing of the seasons. Oh. The seasons are irregular. Okay. And when winter comes, it can last an untold amount of time. So, Especially you know, if get ready like... for that global warming denials. <laughs> <laughs> All of us, but you, you you, in particular get ready for that. Yeah, the up north, and the Starks are up north. There's a big ice wall. Yeah. and I'm assuming, based on English geography, that that's Scotland. Because <laughs> if you go north of north of Yorkshire, you get you go to, like, Northumberland and then some other stuff, and eventually you hit Scotland. Except it's incredibly snowy there the yeah, whole time. Scotland. So I think they... Totally sounds like Scotland. As a Scotland, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's cold up there. I think they shoot it in, like, Finland or so, like, uh, Scandinavia. Oh, well, like, where they like, make death yeah. metal album covers and yeah, black yeah, metal yeah, album like, covers. Because <laughs> it's, like super snowy there the whole time. but uh that wall was built to hold out white walkers are they called? yeah white walkers um which they kind of have different names in the book but yeah they're like a weird race that can can raise the dead and are really oh, hard okay. to kill ostensibly now it's just to hold back the people who do live on the other side there's like tribes of people who live called wildlings and, and they're, so, and they're not magic they're just human no they're just dudes who like live up there and like wear fur and hang out so every once in a while they try to come north and up watch job to like make sure that those guys don't come right. down and like burn villages and so shit. they're keeping out monsters and anarchists yeah but it's been so long since people on the other side of the wall have seen any of the things so they don't know like like most people don't think like giants are real that's just a story but then later right. on you see some giants like there's some <laughs> actual giants and no one thinks like white walkers are still are real until like eventually people are start oh, okay. seeing them. So it's there's a bit of like there's a lot of myths about things that used to exist that no longer exist that start. Coming oh, that's back. a pretty cool way of doing it because it's like the show's obviously in the olden times, but they're looking back and going, oh no, in the in the super olden times there was there was dragons, but that becomes a a, a, a myth or a, like religion or people or like, or like dragons are like their skulls and stuff like the in the um in the capital there's actual like skulls of that because the kings used to be like the house that like kept dragons and rode dragons and stuff so there's skulls and stuff but those are like all extinct like they're just completely extinct yeah and then there's um the other thing that happens in the first couple of episodes uh there's the the thrakis like what, yeah what, what's their deal what's the deal with them this is something that's kind of weird and slightly frustrating is there's two continents. The one in Leeds where uh, yeah. Sean Bean lives. I think this might be Croatia or something where they like <laughs> so like so there's there's Westeros, which is to the west. Not the most creative naming. Okay. <laughs> Granted. And that's where ninety five percent of the cast is taking part in something. Like the wall in the north is there, like King's Landing, which is like the capital where like oh, the right. actual king, That's where the main king. Yeah, that's where okay. the king of the seven realms <laughs> lives there. King of the Seven Realms. I'm yeah, <laughs> certain Halloween put out a record called yeah, exactly. I've no, I can't that think of like, Oh, that should be the name of your album because it's fucking dreadful. No. But, well, yeah, if Blind Garden has already <laughs> put that out, then they need to step up their life. Um, so there's another continent across the narrow sea. Yeah, kind of like I guess if you're going from Europe to like North Africa or something, it's kind of like yeah, that, 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 that would work. It, which is like Esos or something, because it's, it's to the east. Again, not the greatest name. So that continent is where the Dothraki are, and that's where one character that we follow, eventually she has some other people, but there's specifically like this one character, which is Daenerys. Who, she's the girl in the white dress. She's the girl in the white dress. And she has a creepy brother. They were from Targaryens, was the name of the house. Oh. They were the only family that had dragons, and they rode dragons, and they were dope, and they like conquered everything. Pretty much. So they were kings for a long, long time. Like They're, boss kings, like kings of the seven realms. Yeah, like oh, they not, united. Not a, they, not a sub Sean being no, king, like a no, fucking real. No, they okay. like united that kingdom and then held it for like hundreds of years. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he's all like, oh, you, we, we, we want to get our power back or something. Yeah. He praises it a little bit more often yeah, than that, and, but not much more. <laughs> and, and so when we're introduced to that show, the last of the Targaryen like king was over. There was a rebellion and he was overthrown by the dude, the big bearded dude robert baratheon who okay. was the king targaryens were pretty much like wiped out right except for those two oh they're the last, the last two. they've absconded away <laughs> from to this other continent obviously yeah. because they're like we'll get killed like if if we're around here like they will kill us the creepy brother has sold his sister off to marry the dude who's got the biggest the dothrakian right the dothraki army so okay called, Call Drago. He was in the Misfits, right? Yeah, he was either in the Misfits or I believe he fought Rocky to end. Okay, so he if, so if they, they could go if, back. If he sells her into it, then 
they've got all the Dothraki, Dothrakians on their yeah. side. They can go back in. And then all they need to do is get ships and sail back to to Westeros, take back the throne. That's kind of the starting point. So that's the initial conflict. That's the initial conflict. Or oh, the, the main one, right, between the two. The house of the king, the, the main king. Yeah. Brian, Brian Blessed should be Brian yeah, Blessed. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's Kmart Brian Blessed. That guy's <laughs> fine. But the, the current king, Robert Baratheon, at the, at the start of it, is he's vaguely aware of what's going on with that. But most of his problems are all internal because there's a lot of houses and they all want power or want to take over the king. And there's, there's a lot of things that some bad decisions lead to worse things and, and war and stuff. The frustrating thing about all that stuff that happens with the Dothraki on the other um, coast is, without spoiling mu- so much, it's very separate from oh. everything that's happening in the other continent. So it's like you, you have to keep track of two disparate shows, basically. Yeah. In the books, because as you alluded to... Um, they're very long. Right, yeah. And the way the books work is every chapter is told from a character's point of view, and the chapter heading is just like that character's name. Oh, okay. So if you know that you don't like a character or that <laughs> it, they're, where they're at's really boring, you know that you're in for like 30 pages of this garbage. Like when you're just like, let me turn over what we got. It's like, fuck, <laughs> Daenerys. Just wandering around a desert for fucking 25 pages. It's, it's just a bit of a slow burn initially. It's like, I, I wanted to like him. And again, um, even in the first or second episode, when um, is it, Daener- is it Daenerys that gets yeah. okay, she gets uh, kind of married off. So and they have set she fucking gets raped by this huge dude. That it's really kind of uncomfortable. It seems like that's a bit more. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of rape in in the show. This, and maybe there's this, not that much, but it seems like there's a lot. There is in the books. There is rape, some rape and sexual assault and stuff. Yeah, the show has changed things. To add more sometimes. It's tough in that way. And that that's I can't and there's things that are it's tough sometimes. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's not like all the time, but something that's like you, you do not want to see like graphic violence or sexual violence or uh copious uh nudity. They, oh, is it the, really copious? Because again, the first couple of episodes, like, oh, there's, there's, yeah. there's some dragon tits, but that's not. It's they, not like a, a lot. It's, they it's eventually in, seemed... they do this one thing so much that there's there's an internet uh, term coined for it, which is sex position, <laughs> which is when you have what would have been a boring exposition scene, but you set it in a brothel, so you just have like <laughs> brothel shit happening in the background of it, and that way, like, fucking Peter Baelish could just be like. Ah, oh, the Rome, and then it's all this, and it's like, well, if I get bored, I'll just kind of look behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas it's like a straight up orgy happening or whatever, and they do that like all the time. They do that like so much. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, no, no, no questions. No, no. Also, he doesn't even speak. Like he's, no, just, he's just grunting and shouting and stuff, right? She eventually understands, like, learns. The, the, the grunts. Dolphraki, <laughs> like that language. Um, there's a lot of fake languages. There's a lot of a lot of garbage fake languages. Yeah, that's something that bothers me about kind of all sci-fi and, and fantasy shows when they just come up with a bullshit language. I'm like, oh, come on. Well, it's. I mean, in some ways I get it. Like, they're on a completely different continent. So this idea that they would just, like, speak the same, you know, language. I mean, everyone sort of has the That same wouldn't language. ruin the illusion for me, to be honest. <laughs> oh, good. See, now more and more, as people have gotten more sophisticated, I actually expect there just to be the languages that I, someone would speak. Like, when you're making historical things, it's, it's not enough to be like, it's a World War II movie. So there's people who are American, yeah. and then there's German guys who just speak with a British accent. That's just what we're going to do now. Like, that's just, you know they're German <laughs> yeah, because they American have, World War II movies are amazing. This, <laughs> because the British are the bad guys? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they don't do it a lot, but they do go to subtitles sometimes. And, and they've actually used that, like, people not understanding languages as plot points, which is oh, interesting okay. where wow. it's like, someone's like, oh, you're cool because you probably don't speak like this language, so I'm just going to talk shit directly to your face <laughs> because, like, you, you clearly can't understand me. And then someone will be like, yeah, I can't understand you. Aww. But they clearly can. And then, and then they just wait for the right time to deploy, like, <laughs> some words so people know that they got burned. They, like, they, they do that in the, the original taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, 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 it's, a good, it's a great bit where you're just like, oh, I'm safe as long as we, as long as we speak French. No one, can, no one can know. And then fucking boom. Like, boom. Ah, oh, come and out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's... it's um. I've spoken to some people at work, uh, some some gals at work, they're really into it, they really like Game of Thrones. Your wife likes it? 
She, she, but here's my the wife thing, has a huge problem with it because of the of, of My the wife also rape. has a huge problem but with it. But not to the point where she won't watch it, right? Here's what it is. She'll watch it with me. And she'll get like, while it's on, she'll get sucked into it. What she doesn't, she doesn't take that next step that I do, which is like, I want to talk about it and talk about <laughs> all the things that might happen. And we can talk about like, well, maybe if this happens, then this will happen. And then, you know, or oh, like, okay. and part of what I think appeals to people about Game of Thrones is the ability. And this happened with like Westworld recently and stuff oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The part of the fun of it is how is this going to end? Like, what's the what's the end game? Like, yeah. what's, what's going to happen? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? And I am weirdly into it, even though I should hate everything about that <laughs> by the way I normally live my life. But for some reason, I'm fucking... So yeah, th- this really does it for you. I don't know why. Can't explain why. I I mean, part of it is, you know, it it's like any other soap opera. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, if you like the characters... Then you are like, what's going to happen in the beginning? Well, it was a bit like that with, um, uh, yeah, with Westworld. I think that was yeah. that was another thing where you're like, oh, I, I spent the whole time. I wonder if he's a robot. I wonder if she's really a robot. That's I'm, the, my, that's I'm convinced that almost everyone in that show is secretly a robot. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping for the second season when all of their faces come up and there's there's no humans in it at all. It's robots going on robot rides, and it's robots <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> like, like I think, I think the people who paid admission are the only humans that are hanging I, out. I maybe, think they're robots too. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> they're like better robots. <laughs> like, let's That's, hang out with some dumb robots. <laughs> you know what? You need to get on Reddit. You blow up the world with that. <laughs> I'm so into it. By the way, like Game of Thrones, it's definitely a show that captured imagination. I feel like a lot of um, TV shows are trying to capture this. I yeah, think it's definitely a huge cultural phenomenon. Like, uh, it's the last water cooler show, and I think part of that is because it's still a weekly I, show. Westworld had that, and this, what's on right now? I think Twin Peaks might have that right now, but I'm not yeah. not following. Also, again, all weekly shows. Netflix model does not give you the <sighs> water cooler talk. The it way. doesn't. Uh, there's there's pluses and minuses to it, um, and I think it would be interesting if if they dropped House of Cards episode by episode. I think it would be very interesting to do that now when you expect to be able to watch all of House yeah. of Cards in, in one go. I was um, hoping you were just going to say I, they should just drop House of Cards. <laughs> well, I've, I haven't seen the late the, the season five. Is it now? Yeah, I've, I haven't seen that. It's, I, uh, I pushed out around the time that Underwood pushed someone in front of a train. That was when he actually in in uh, season two when he pushes that journalist in front of the train. That is great. I did not see that coming. I was really impressed. That was I too. That was a, that was a bridge too far for me. He'd always been like, mm, what if I what if I might do this? And she's just straight up, this girl's a bit of a problem. I will murder her with my hands. <laughs> yeah, like, I just kind of felt like, um, like wow, that was <laughs> wasn't very artful. Like, come on. Like, come on. Tony Soprano would go, you know what, I'm going to get someone else to do this. Yeah, he should have been at a press conference around the time she got pushed in front of a tray, not... Because uh, no, you, you know what? I don't got care security about detail at some point. Like, <laughs> I shook him off so I could kill. Someone. Get them to do it, right? <laughs> he's got his one oh, that like little ball fella, the yeah. former alcoholic. Yeah, he's got this one dude who just like does all of his like is always just absconding. It's literally, with a head <laughs> get that guy to like. He seems like he would push someone. He under feels, a train. I, yeah, he, he seems like he pushes lots of people <laughs> in front of trains, like just to warm up every day. It's actually kind of hard to push someone under a train, but he really don't want to go. There's a lot of resistance. <laughs> got to use your core. <laughs> You really got to lean it into is. it. Glutes, core. It's a full body workout <laughs> to toss a motherfucker under a train. Yeah, he's in good shape, that guy. <laughs> I mean, actually, no, because Frank Underwood's always rowing. He he's is, probably yeah. But, but his, initially, in the first season, that maybe the second season, too, his, his wife's like, you, you fucking fat piece of shit. You should start rowing. <laughs> That's because he's rowing, but he's also hanging out at a barbecue place every day. He is, yeah. So He's, he's rowing with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> he's like a 40s movie star. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched the rest of that show. I'm sure by the end of it, he's just like eating babies and stuff. Like, Yeah, yeah. He's just putting babies on spikes. <laughs> just This is what we do now. America works. <laughs> oh, that's kind of a Game of Thrones movie. Oh, really? The babies on spikes? That's... They don't show it. There's a lot <laughs> of talk implied. about it. There is, uh, in one of the gulliest threats that I've ever heard, it's like, hey, you got to surrender this castle. You know, he rides up. And they're like, well, we can, we're gonna siege. You know, it's like a siege type situation. And it's like, you need to surrender. And the guy's like, nah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm gonna go get your baby and catapult it over the walls at you. That's gonna be the first thing I catapult, like, and then it'll be rocks and the normal stuff that you would catapult over things. But, but we're gonna <laughs> open our opening gambit. Your baby. <laughs> H- how good a catcher are you? <laughs> you better be fucking Pete Rose. Also, like, I say over the wall. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> Maybe into the wall. Yeah. First, first one. We've got to calibrate the catapult. We're using a baby to do it. Yeah. This show's... It's frequently gone. I mean, you've seen the first episode. For people who haven't seen the... I'm assuming most people who listen to us have seen the first episode. I was lukewarm on this show when I was watching it. I heard it was good. I'd already tried to read the first book. I pushed out almost immediately on the first book. Because the thing with the first book... It's just called Sigils. They start, they start throwing names in parentage and sigils at you from page one. Oh, that's not page one's like these guys were around the campfire this guy's dad was this guy and he's from this land and he's the sigils oh was, i don't care no i was like oh man these guys are really important these guys must be like <laughs> this must be the leads of the sh- like the book like they are getting deep page two these guys are all dead now <laughs> yeah pretty much like page three murdered right and it's like you know chapter okay. one did you get that about <laughs> the murdered guys that you're never gonna hear from again it's like one Ned. And they start doing it again. I'm like, is this guy going to get killed too? <laughs> I was like taking notes on the other guys. I just had to like wad that up and throw it away. I'm done with this book. But then I watched the show and I was I was like, oh, this is all right. You know. And then the kid crawls up the building, right? And then the kid crawls up the building, and the- sees a brother and sister fucking. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. I, I, know, it was, I know they shouldn't have been fucking. It's because they were brother and sister. They're brother okay. and sister. And then the brother who is Lancelot or Prince Valiant or something, he's like the good looking, really good knight that you would like in any other fantasy story would be yeah. the lead and be the guy who's the hero. Pushes a, a little kid out of a window. Yeah. Presumably like, to his death. Like, like cut, cut to black, end of episode. I, at that point, I was like, yeah, I gotta watch episode two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I think oh, oh, oh you killing kids? Oh, I'm, I'm down. Let's, yeah, let's there was incest followed immediately by kid by murder. By kid murder, yeah. This show does not give a fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a big thing. I, I enjoyed that. And, and so, uh, I should point out, Paul and I, not parents. <laughs> like, that's a thing. So, I, there's moments like that in the show. That's, okay. That's what... That was genuinely shocking, which I think I was 36 when I saw that. that when I was like... It's good to be genuinely shocked when you're when you're, when you're reaching the twilight of your years, you know, and you've seen all these things, and you've you've been into like horror movies and metal and stuff like that, and you've yeah. you've seen shocking stuff like you've you've seen the the rote kind of jump scares and shit like that, and then television, like big deal television, kills a kid, throws a kid out of a window. All right, yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't happen on Mad Men. <laughs> well, it's because it's it's that thing in the in that's what, nothing happens. On that's Mad what. Man. <laughs> oh, get <laughs> so out. This is the next episode is going to be ask me anything about Mad Men. Um, and you go, no, it doesn't. Nothing happens in this stupid fucking show. So what? is there is the other thrones? Like, there's that sword throne. Is there like sword a wooden throne, throne is, and a the sword throne is the throne of Westeros in okay. King's Landing. And the whole thing is when the Targaryen dude, hundreds of years ago or whatever, way back in the day when he had dragons, when he finally conquered and took the throne, he took the swords of all of his slain enemies and had a dragon melt them together and they made a throne out of it. In the books, it's described as being like thousands of swords and it's huge and terrible to sit on. Yeah. The show yeah. made it much smaller. <laughs> still looks terrible. Oh, it looks uncomfortable. It. It, it's like made of swords. <laughs> Yeah, it still looks like, I don't know, like, say, the chairs at the Egyptian theater in Capitol Hill. Shots yeah. fired Egyptian, come at me. <laughs> Up your yeah, fucking Have you ever chair seen game. a movie that's longer than two hours at the Egyptian? No, no, you haven't, because it's not possible. No, you would die. <laughs> Most of the movies we've mentioned so far, I've seen at the Egyptian. <laughs> uh, the Iron Throne is what it's called. Okay. And that's made out of swords, and that's pretty much an intimidation move where you're like, uh, when it was first made, you have to think of what it'd be like to be like, I gotta go pay homage to the new king. Oh, there's swords that of like everyone who like fought against him melted yeah. into like a fucked up chair that this dude's just sitting on, presumably getting hemorrhoids and back problems because <laughs> it's this weird metal mess chair. Yeah. Um, Crazy expensive as well. Like Also, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, the, do they mention other thrones? Or the, is it like a wooden throne or like a, a feather throne? <laughs> Ned Stark, he's in charge. He's the warden of the of the North area. Sure. So people come to him with problems, like any ever like medieval landowner. Like there's a bunch. There's like families all over the North, but he they all pay homage to him. And I think they show that he doesn't have a fuck. Is his he's not a gaudy dude. He's not gonna have like. <laughs> He's, he's Jimmy Carter rather he's than probably, Yeah, Trump, he's, yeah. I think he has like a wooden bench or like a beanbag <laughs> filled with like wolf teeth or something. I don't know. This beanbag is, is made from all the marshmallows that I didn't eat. <laughs> you intimidated. <laughs> Look, 
that's not about intimidation. Although Ned's gully, like Ned fought and stuff, he's killed my. He, like he's got, got like a comically big sword that he uses to bash <laughs> that dude in the first episode. Like too big to be practical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's made out of a mystical metal. That's the thing they bring up. There's like a uh, Valerian steel swords that can that never get dull. Wow. And they're lightweight, which is probably why he got a comically big one made. Because yeah, why not? Light. It doesn't weigh very much. Because it gives still, you more blade. But he like doesn't. I mean, he's got another sword that's of a more practical size. <laughs> like he's, so, that's really like when you have a shitty car, but you also you have like you have that hot rod like for the car show. He brings yeah, the hot yeah. rod out every once in a while, but he's but not really like, you know it's a Honda Civic. <laughs> but most of the time he's just you do your killing in a Honda Civic. He's got the Honda Civic, and every once in a while he's like, you know, what? special kill. Um, I don't know. Ask me another question, and we'll wrap this up. Um, do you have anything else? Is there anything else? So you um all right? What's the deal with um Peter Dinklage? Right, he's he's this this little fella shows up. Um, he's a baller. Uh, he's really smart. Is that his deal? Like he's yeah, he's so, reading all the time. So, and, but he goes off. I think he goes off with the bastard to 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 look at the wall because he just wants to see the wall. Yeah. So but he's just he's just going to go take notes and come back. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not voluntary to serve on there because oh. he's a little fella. Oh no. And he's drunk all the time and he's fucking loads of whores. That was the... Yes. I mean, no disrespect to the women he's fucking, but they are literally whores, right? No, that's, that's, no, uh, that, they okay. use that term all the time. Okay. <laughs> They're not overly positive about sex work right. in Westeros. Okay. <laughs> but it was a long time ago. I mean, this is like five years ago when the show came out. Yeah. It as, yeah. <laughs> we weren't as woke as we are yeah, now. Yeah. This is pre-Brexit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. That's when everybody got fucking woke. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they rolled in the door. You guys want to get away from the EU? <laughs> and it's like, uh, sure, there's fucking white waters <laughs> and dragons, monsters, <laughs> dwarves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? We're out. Um, families are very, like, the large, powerful families of this region are super important. Yeah. They're the ones who own big chunks of land. Is this dwarf from a particular house or is he just a, a, a like a freelancer, Which like one? a consultant? The, well, the, the Peter Dinklage, is, is he like... He is. Okay. The, the North is the Starks. Currently on the throne is Robert Baratheon. He's married to Cersei Lannister. And Lannister, the Lannister family is a big family. Their whole claim to fame is that they have a castle called Casterly Rock. All around there is gold mines. So they just like are super rich. Right. Tywin Lannister, Cersei's dad is like... He has three children. Cersei, who is pretty much queen, because he, he married her to Robert Baratheon. Jamie, who is uh, a super renowned uh, knight. Okay. Cersei and Jamie are in a relationship together. Okay. As, noti- it- as noted in when uh, they were banging in the tower. and then Right. Oh, th- those are the two. Okay. And then had to throw a motherfucker off to, to make sure <laughs> like that it was. an eight-year-old motherfucker. Yeah, throw an eight-year-old <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> So eight-year-old eight free-climbing cl- free parkour enthusiast <laughs> out of a tower uh, because he noticed them. The youngest... So that wasn't cool even then. Even no, the even then, time. this is fucking super frowned upon. Um, and the last, the last child was uh, Tyrion. And Tyrion, when he was born, it actually, like... Um, Killed, uh, killed his mother okay. during his rough uh, pregnancy, and when he was delivered, killed the mother. So both Cersei and the dad, like uh, Tywin, super hate Tyrion already. Okay, you add to that the fact that he he he's a dwarf. Yeah. So already, all dwarves are bastards in their father's eyes. Exactly. It's a pretty good line. And <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyrion gets all the best lines. <laughs> so everyone just thinks that he's like. They just call him the imp and the half man, and they just give him shit. And and he's kind of played into that a little bit because he's super smart, but he just like his persona is like, oh, I just fucking drink and go to like brothels, right? And like you know, fuck it, like I'm not I'm not taking any of this shit seriously. Pretty much of the central main characters of the show, the best character. Okay, he's the greatest. He does. He gets to do a lot of really awesome stuff. Um, he's Peter a good Dinklage actor as well. Like, is amazing. Yeah, he's. I've I've seen him in other things, and he's always been in Bruges. Good value. <laughs> good value. In Bruges, he's awesome. Was he in Bruges? Yes. Man. Completely don't remember that. I liked in Bruges. Was that? Bruges is great. So Tyrion is is awesome, and I you, if you do start watching the show, I look forward to. Yeah, I think. Um, talking about, it. he's got the best lines because he's always got fucking quips. Yeah. You'll see people walking around with shirts that say, I drink and I know things. 
That's that's a 100%. He's like, that's what I do. I drink and I know things, which is pretty much what he does. Uh, so he's rad. And he doesn't get any respect because... Uh, he's a little fella. In that society, like, it's so regimented. Mm. Like, if you're the oldest dude, you're going to inherit everything. So fuck anyone younger. And especially if they're, like, not, like, the typical, like, knight. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's lots of characters who are just like, well, I'm smart, but I'm not a fighter. And so my dad just, like, disowned me because, like didn't want to have you know sent me to the wall because I, I just want to read books and i'm like <laughs> overweight and stuff you know it's like <laughs> a lot of stuff like that but all those people end up doing crazy stuff because you know so it's empowering oh okay when it's not uh just straight murder fest yeah um, women being raped and <laughs> and dudes getting their junk cut off yeah a, a friend of mine told me about that like, genital mutilation yeah. stuff um yeah yeah <laughs> Look, it's it's not for everyone. There's moments. There's moments that no other show has come close to being like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> you know, kind of moments. I know that Harry Potter can't possibly have holy shit moments like the Red Wedding. Well, wasn't that exciting? That was super exciting. <laughs> that was a whirlwind of information about we, Game of Thrones. Yeah, we got into the game, the thrones, the whole the whole yeah. caboodle. So the whole gang. This Sunday, season, season seven, seven is gonna yeah. start. By now, you've heard all about the first 10 minutes of episode one, so you're probably <laughs> super excited to jump in. But here's the thing. We had so much fun. We were drinking that bend the knee. Yeah. Then we, we started drinking something else. There was a weird hard cider yeah, called, like, we, look, reboot or something. Look, we drink a lot. This isn't the intervention podcast. You guys <laughs> shut up. Stop emailing us about that. Yeah. The point is, uh, we could edit all that shit down and try to squeeze in the Harry Potter thing, but I think the best bet, because it was all solid gold. Yeah. I mean, we throw away gold on this podcast. That's, yeah. That's just the, <laughs> how prolific we are. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a pin in it. We're going to come back for part two next week. Oh, which means we don't have to record on next week. It's a win-win because you don't have to record. And also next week you guys get a full feature segment where I ask inane questions about Harry Potter. Yeah, that's going to be good. Strap in. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. Fifty-one fiftieers. We're all familiar with the old question, skate or die. And when it comes down to it, we've always picked skate. But what? Are we just supposed to go out there on these rusted, broken rollerblades from 2008? Maybe we spoke too soon. Maybe die is a better choice. Not so fast. You might not know his company, but you will know his voice. Introducing Jeff Tate's Inline Skates. There have been a lot of unkind comments about Jeff Tate on this podcast, but to prove he's the bigger man, not in any physical sense, obviously, he's running this ad. Whether you're a junkie trying to save the life of a nun that you originally hired to kill, or just some other bullshit, there's no better way to get rolling than on Jeff Tate's inline skates. These aren't your grandma's skates, as should be clear from the name. These are Jeff Tate's inline skates. You won't be waiting for 22 brackets instrumental on these babies. You'll be breaking the silence in no time. Jeff Tate's inline skates. It will be an operation mind crime to miss out. Ah, <laughs> so, so, uh, what now? Bake I off? never, I never, yeah. Look, I never week, I never episode of the Bake Off. Yeah, I, I, I did not watch it. So you're gonna have to refresh my my memory on the the pastries situation. I only kind of remember it. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a standout episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, what, what what was the? Uh, I was drinking during it. Full disclosure. Oh wow, yeah, they'll they'll make a, a an evening less memorable. Some things that did stick out to me. One, once again, they were tasked with making way too many of a thing. I'm pretty sure that Paul Hollywood is just selling those things <laughs> on the side. Yeah, it was like make 248 like <laughs> mini muffins. That wasn't actually one, wasn't it? Also, <laughs> muffin isn't a pastry. No, they had to like uh, they had to make like it's not a croissant, but a croissant like fucking you know where it's like layers of butter and pastry yeah. and it was like make two different kinds but make like 24 of each of them or something and it was like that is too many things didn't they have to have like 20 separate layers yeah and he count, did he count them at one point uh, was that, is that a different episode I'm that, a, where he, take, he takes a, diff- a knife and he's literally counting no the layers. no he was just like harshly grading them and yeah. uh this was the episode that ginger baker watched his oven uh not cook something for <laughs> or bake something i don't know why i keep wanting to say cook not bake something 
for like a f- solid 10 minutes. Yeah. Because he forgot to turn his He's oven on. He's an idiot, on. that lad. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and he still didn't the even sooner we're rid of him. He still didn't even come in last. There's still people <laughs> who did worse. And that motherfucker like straight he, up. He didn't even get like the main word, bake. He didn't even fucking do that. <laughs> did, it's not the Great British put some fucking pastry together competition. <laughs> no, because Everfool's like, they did. They did a bad job. There's a lot of doing a bad <laughs> did, job. Like not use any ingredients. <laughs> Just turn it's the always oven rough when you have to like use the layers of thin pastry plus like thin butter because if you fuck it up, all the butter just kind of runs out of it, oh, and yeah. then you get this weird like shitty brick. I'm assuming <laughs> I will eat at places I can handle cooking pastries. <laughs> yeah, like bakeries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, presumably they give them a little more time to, like, figure it out. They're also, like, these are professional bakers that just bake all fucking day. <laughs> They're not also PE teachers or whatever. Old Harry Potter. Jump, Tom. Yeah. Tom Riddle. He just sort of sucks. And he's, he's got a face that he may have been the basis of H.G. Uh, Wells' Invisible Man because I forget he's there all the time. <laughs> like, I just can't. It's like he's not even in the room. He's just yeah. invisible to me because of how bland he <laughs> He'd is. He's a great spy. He was. You should have. Yeah, you should be on the Americans. He should just be <laughs> in the background. They make that show more confusing for me. I can't even remember who got Star Baker. Okay, I'm doing a really bad job. This is the worst recap that's ever. Like, we should just talk about how bad at recapping <laughs> we are. <laughs> just gets messy. I didn't even watch it. So I think the reason why I don't remember who got Star Baker is because Val finally got sent home. Oh, okay. And I've been rooting for Val to get sent home <laughs> since the moment I laid eyes on her. Yeah, you're like, this, this woman needs to go. She because she's not got the skills. She doesn't. She didn't have it. You know, <laughs> she just didn't have it. She was like Maverick and Top Gun after Goose has died, but before he, he finds his bravery again. You know. That's a convoluted, you know that's what, that's a, a convoluted specific metaphor. reference. <laughs> like, um, he's like Goose when Goose wouldn't no, take his... like Goose. <laughs> he's like Goose in Top Gun when he wouldn't take his t-shirt off while they're playing beach volleyball and jeans. Because everyone else was in way better shape than, than Goose was. So Goose is just wearing like a cut-off sweater, like, <laughs> like, a, like a hoodie with the, like the, you know, Val Kilmer is just rolled around in a kiddie pool full of like olive oil and the other dude also pretty sweaty probably because they're in the tightest jeans you've ever seen playing beach volleyball and then you know like tom cruise is tom cruise and the shit out of it and then he's got anthony edwards aka goose wearing a t-shirt to cover <laughs> up the gut while he like plays beach volleyball with a bunch of like insane is it that much dude. of a gut or is it just relatively a gut it's probably relatively because the rest of those guys have like zero percent body fat oh, and okay. are like definitely in shape you know because you have to be in shape to fight through the how tight those jeans were to like you know get the well and, and to fight the Russians in a plane <laughs> that's <laughs> really plane. good shape for that why, why are we talking about Top Gun I think it? it's because we know a little bit more about this than we do about the Bake Off this week yeah so, you, so, so episode... if you were closely tuning in for our analysis of, of this uh, we're really hoping that you were we're going to get into why Val got sent home and who won Star Baker. <laughs> Look, we don't offer any apologies on this show, apart from when we constantly apologize for all the terrible things that we've done and said. Was it never apologize, never explain? Yeah, yeah. That's how I, that's how I'm living my life right now. <laughs> it was. It wasn't. It wasn't an exciting episode of the Bake Off, other than the, when uh, Val got sent home. Yeah, they're not not all gold. This one wasn't gold. This was. This is no batter. The gold standard. <laughs> the gold standard. Uh, this is more like. The part in Top Gun <laughs> when they're at the bar. This is more like Days of Thunder. <laughs> like it batters the high water marks. That's the part in Top Gun where they fly upside down and take a Polaroid picture of another plane in a reckless maneuver. And this episode was like when they're at a bar singing "You Got That Loving Feeling" on piano as a duet, which is it's not a move yeah. that you should use to oppress women because I don't, think you have to really be able to sing as well. They <laughs> don't. They are aggress- <laughs> They are no Everly Brothers. They aggressively could not sing that song. Yeah, pick an easier song. That's, <laughs> yes. Actually, no, that's not my advice. Don't do that. Is my advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. Just thirty-three years later, I'm just going to chime in with some advice <laughs> on something that worked. <laughs> Here's the thing about Top Gun: it's not even fun to watch. <laughs> I only saw it once when I was a kid. I was like, that's fine. It's been fetishized and it's been celebrated like it's Back to the Future or like it's a genuinely good 80s movie. And it fucking isn't. It's it's not even as good as Roadhouse. Roadhouse is the best bad movie ever made and it's the funnest thing to watch. Roadhouse is really fun to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Top Gun isn't good, but it's not fun to watch. (laughs) That's a bad combination. Yeah. You know? 
Especially since it's not clearly all the money in the world went into it. It's a yeah, very glossy movie. It's sponsored movie. by the Navy, wasn't it? Like the US I, Navy actually had money behind it. Yes. I think uh, they paid. Uh, is it Tony Scott that made it? It is Tony Scott. Oh. <laughs> he also made Days of Thunder. Yeah. He tried to go a, back a, a to much the well. Better movie. <laughs> he tried to go back to the well. For, I what, think, if, what if the plane's going to fly? <laughs> How much coke are you on, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> what if we did the exact same story? But they were in race cars. What if it was in Florida? Yeah. What if? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some ideas should have just stayed <laughs> ideas, right? Oh, shit. He made Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Oh, that's underrated. right. Yeah, he did make it. With the one, the one Tarantino line that sticks out. Yeah, I was going to say, Quentin Tarantino, hella did uh, a dialogue polish. And you know that because there's a Barry Allen Flash reference <laughs> in it. Come on. The original guy who wrote that was not like... I gotta talk about the Flash real quick. Before we start, you know, sinking submarines or whatever it is that happens in this movie, I want to talk about the Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, his fingerprints are all over that. If he, uh, the only thing it doesn't have is like, at no point do you see Gene Hackman's feet. <laughs> <laughs> like Gene Hackman's feet in it. You do. It's like oh. Quentin just directed on that day. He's like Hackman. Let like, me see the bunions. Sometimes it's dog. nice when a director brings you in on the stuff that they're interested in, <laughs> and sometimes it's fucking creepy. <laughs> It could be both at the same time. I think Quentin Tarantino. We'll do a Quentin Tarantino podcast. Yeah, there's a couple a couple I need to see, and I think... Um, okay, so I apologize, everyone, that... Uh, we yeah, we kind of got off the subject of the bake-off there a little bit towards the end, didn't we? Yeah, like, I apologize for both. Uh, just talking about Top Gun for way too long, and also uh, talking um, in... I, I, we, I swear, whatever the next episode of the bake-off is, we'll, like... We'll do we'll do a strong, yeah, forty five minutes. We'll do a commentary track that you can listen to <laughs> during the episode. We are not going to do that, but we will go in depth. We'll talk about what fools are up to, um, and whatnot. That's my plan. That's all I can. That's I can't a, guarantee much, but I guarantee that that's going to happen. I think we should call it. <laughs> that might be the end of the podcast. I think you should give out your. Uh... <laughs> You're closer. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>